Welcome to Psychology Pointer. I'm Seth, your host. This is episode 3, Problems with the Pandemic. Depending who you are and what you are doing, everybody has a problem with the pandemic. Whether it's the number of cases, putting up a, putting a mask, social distancing, staying at home orders. We're going to cover every one of these and how you can get through them pretty easily, actually. And we're going to start with how it makes people feel. A lot of people feel overwhelmed by the pandemic. Some people have anger. Some people have like depression. Some people have anxiety. Depending on the person, person you may have several different problems. And yes, this is going to be a pretty long episode because we're going to cover very much every area of the pandemic as much as possible. There are some people that may have the coronavirus and those people must stay away from the general public. Now, it's hard to identify who has the coronavirus because, you know, the flu also has a very common system of the coronavirus, which is quite hard to detect if someone has coronavirus, someone doesn't, because they have very flu-like symptoms. That's what makes it kind of difficult. Well, even if you feel sick, even if you think you feel a little bit sick, still social distancing yourself. Try your best to not go out of your house, quarantine yourself as much as possible. Now, for people that are dealing with anxiety, calm down, look at the bright side. I mean, if you have a bright side, but I'm pretty sure you can find a bright side into this. Like, I know it's going to take a while for it to, like, ease down, but eventually we will get to the habit of wearing masks, dealing with the coronavirus, cases going up, cases going down. It's been like a roller coaster with the coronavirus. It went from, I believe, the beginning of March, it went up, then around like April and May, it went back down, and then around June to July, it skyrocketed all the way to a million cases and beyond, which is pretty scary. But the problem with the United States is they need to understand that this is actually a real problem and people are actually dying for this. If we listen to the, the three common rules, social distance, stay at home order, and protect yourself with masks, hand sanitizer, and, and wash your hands, you should be okay. Now, we're going to move on to our next part, which is quarantine and social distancing. It is very important that we do these things to stop the spread of coronavirus. Now, this is a a whole player game. So, what I'm trying to say here is that if we only have a few people not listening, those few people can cause chaos to roam the the community and bounce off COVID-19 from other people to other people. Which is kind of hard to do that when you have like a job at a fast food place, you work at a grocery store, your job is literally going to people's houses and fixing their plumbing or electricity or, or whatnot. It makes it very hard. And yes, you need to wear a mask, wear hand sanitizer. The best thing to do at this, try to avoid anybody touching your face or anybody touching you. And the best thing to do is not to even touch your face at all. Which is kind of ironic because when you when I say touch your face, that's what people usually end up doing. It's more of a 
the opposite effect that I had, but, you know, it is what it is. Now, wearing, there are people that are having problems wearing masks and are, quote-unquote, refusing to wear a mask because it violates their rules of freedom or, or rules of freedom. Well, they're right about that, but they're wrong at the same time. Like, if they want people to, like, stay safe and all that, they would wear a mask. Even if it violates a little bit of their freedom, they can still should wear a mask. And the problem with this is, when you enter a company's place, their rules are set in place. You can't necessarily go into a company and say, it's my freedom, because it'll be like, it's rules. Like, you can't just go to a company and say, I'm going to take this, it's my freedom. You don't necessarily steal an object and and not pay for it. Just like you won't go to a store without a mask if you can't purchase one. Which there are stores that are handing them out once you come in. It's kind of chaotic, but we got to go to that level too. Now, I don't really see a problem with the mask. Some general people don't really like wearing a mask. Some people say it feels uncomfortable. They have a hard time breathing. They get an itchy rashes. Now, you can wear different kinds of masks. In fact, it actually became a trending style. You have different masks. You have... I don't know, dark black, blue, you have so many different masks, but the most common one is the surgical mask that you're going to see, but you know, if you want, you can wear a blue cloth, white cloth, anything that prevents you from literally spreading the coronavirus from your mouth to other people. Now, what would I recommend? I recommend a few a full face covering, because that way it covers your eyes, mouth, and nose. At the same time. And you can keep yourself from... It protects you more than just a regular mask. Which you should be covering your nose and mouth with it. Let's move on to the number of cases. There are currently over 4 million cases in the United States alone. And worldwide we have over 16 million cases in total. And current death we have 645k death total which is quite a lot. Now, getting that out of the way, way this number is going to go up and up and up over time. Now, there are ways that we can stop the spread, but at this point, it's kind of hard to, because we don't know who has it, who doesn't have it, because the problem with coronavirus, like I said before, there are over hundreds of symptoms with coronavirus that you may think you have the common cold, you may think you just have a headache. You may think you you have a stomach ache. And all those things are connected to coronavirus. Which is pretty freaking crazy if you think about it. But at the same time, there are people that are asymptomatic. And those are the people that can spread it pretty far. Because they can go on without having a symptom at all. Which, think about it like this. Someone has a virus. It He is immune to it. But doesn't even realize he has the virus. That's the scary part. In fact, that is so scary that most people should stay away from anyone. By basically assuming that they have coronavirus and they are asymptomatic. Which which sounds paranoid. But it's it's how the government wants us to see that. Which 
we should see it that way because if we want to stay alive. But staying home, keeping your social distance, and wearing a mask does save lives. As much as, as much as people hate to hear that, it it is the truth. Now let's move on to working from home or being unemployed. That section of this article, or that section of this script. Now a lot of people are working from home. Some people are taking classes from home. Some people are 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 unemployed, and there are people that are still employed, and those are called essential workers. Now, for people that are bored at home, you guys can meditate, listen to music, talk to someone. This is the best way to like calm your anxiety down, lower your problems, and basically avoid the world for a temporary time or for a small period of time. Which meditating does show that it should help. But some people can't meditate for that long. Well, what's the next thing that I offer? Listen to music. Little Listening to music shows that you're in a different world. You're following the rhythm of it. Now, I suggest to listen to like happy, mostly happy, calm music. That way it can like make you feel a little bit more alive inside. And that's the best part about music. Don't listen to anything sad. Try to avoid anything that has like commercials and stuff like that. Because some commercials may pop out of nowhere like Spotify saying that coronavirus has stopped this and this. You can stop the spread. Try to avoid any type of news as well. Because the news is just going to get on worse and worse with the coronavirus. Especially with the... With numbers skyrocketing and people not listening to stay home order or some new celebrity gets a case or something like that. It's going to get worse. Now, there are a lot of fun things that you can do at home too. And especially with your kids. You can play a board game. Play some video games. In fact, you can have just a normal conversation with them too. Or teach them a few things that you didn't have the time to do before. Like... I don't know, cooking, depending on how old your kid is, you can find something to teach them. There are a lot of websites out, out there that will show you what you can teach at your kid at a certain age. Now, it is a crazy time to be alive, but eventually we are going to get through this. Like, human beings have gotten through so much that at this point, we're kind of the dominant species, literally. Now let's move on to our next part, which is conspiracy theories. This is a pretty good one too. Now, the first conspiracy theory that I have is something that Bill Gates is behind this. I don't know. I found no logic behind this. I really tried to look into it, but I really just couldn't find anything. Basically, the only thing that I'm linking back to is basically Bill Gates saying that he caused a pandemic because there was a, a, court, a TED Talk saying that how we're not prepared to handle a pandemic, even though we kind of weren't. Which, other than that, they think he's acting kind of shady behind it and all that. Let me tell you something. I don't think Bill Gates is behind it. I doubt that he's behind anything of this. 
So that conspiracy theory is out of the picture. Completely out of the picture. The next one is 5G towers. And that makes a lot less sense than I can even explain. Basically speaking, it's mostly a coincidence. The 5G towers were put up exactly the same time as the coronavirus came up. Which emits radio waves. Yes, it does emit some waves. But I found, I did my research and technically, I, what I come to conclusion is, there's nothing. Be, there, is an, there is no link between 5G towers causing coronavirus. Now the last, the next and final one is that I was created in a lab. Now I can get behind this one a tiny bit because A, anything can be created in a lab. And yes, this virus is kind of new, but even if it's kind of new, that doesn't mean it, it was created in a lab. Now, what I found kind of strange is how China sort of like let it spread and didn't lock down. Even though there was a lockdown in China, it still spread quite around. Which means that somehow someone didn't do their job right. Now, I'm not trying to... How can I say... How can I say it? Call anybody out on this? But at the same time, China needs to step up its game and help people worldwide with this pandemic. Now, there are some good sides to this pandemic. People are going to start being more hygienic. I hear people are caring more about other people's feelings and stuff like that. And overall, people are supporting each other because we're, like I said before, everybody's in the same situation. Even though there's people that have, people that are unemployed, people that are working from home, and people that are just having mental breakdowns because of this pandemic. Now, there are a lot more conspiracy theories about this, but the only one that I can find a bit reliable, and I wouldn't be surprised if it is, if it was a, a bioweapon, which, which at this time, if I look at the statistics... Every country has been damaged by the coronavirus one way or another. With an accidental experiment let, let, let loose? Who knows? But all I can say is that wash your hands, wear a face mask, keep a social distance, and overall, stay safe. Now, we are still, we are still missing one more section of this podcast, and that is, will things go back to normal? And my answer is yes. But would this be damaged for several years? Yes. We will go back to normal one way or another. But it's going to take years. And when I mean years, I mean two, four, probably even five years. Maybe a little bit more. I don't know. It's a new world that we're living in. Pretty crazy. But there's nothing we can do besides adapt to it, change, and overcome. Now, how will we go back to normal? We might get a vaccine, but at this point, the vaccine is just a quick cure to a catastrophic disaster. Which means that once you do a damage, and once the damage is severe enough, there's nothing that can fix it until time can only tell. 
which it sounds kind of depressing, but it's the honest truth here. Now, yes, things are going to go back to normal eventually, but a vaccine is not going to fix. It's not going to fix the death, the the financial state of people, people's job, people's life. A lot of people. A vaccine is not going to help everybody, and some people are going to go against the vaccine because, again, conspiracy theories about it, or people that are anti-vax or or don't show, don't really trust the vaccine, or the vaccine isn't ready yet, or anything like that. Now, vaccines need to take a long period of trials to actually even can be considered safe to use. Now. Where can we get started? Well, I don't know. Only time will tell. And this is Zach, signing out. I hope you guys stay safe. And I hope you enjoyed this episode.